0: Hi everyone, my name is Steve Tudor and welcome to 30 Random Questions, the pod that takes a deep dive into the soul of a 9320 contributor and finds out what makes them tick. What excites and inspires them? Who are they? Next up on our interrogation rack, we have Lloyd, a Stockport lad, hence his love of all things Phil Foden, a thoroughly decent chap by every account. But is there another side to him? Does he hate dogs? Does he, God forbid, put hash browns in his fry ups? Let's see. Hi, Lloyd. You there?
1: I definitely have hash browns in fry-ups. Oh, too. do you? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's a spoiler alert. Right, okay. I mean, I, I love a hash brown,
1: but on a fry-up... Mmm... What's what's your what's your problem? Or we'll get into that. Okay, all right. I'll hold off. I'm too eager. I'm too eager.
0: Before we begin some housekeeping, you will be asked thirty questions of which you can refuse to answer only one, and if you do so, it will be replaced by a devilish other inquiry. Mostly, your answers will be accepted, and we will simply move on. But the question master is free to ask follow up inquiries if deemed necessary or appropriate. You happy to start, sir?
1: Yeah, bricking it, but let's go.
0: (laughs) I love that before we went on air, you said, no, I'm not really nervous, but now you are. (laughs) Uh, Okay, question one, the one we threw at everyone right at the beginning, when and where were
1: you at your happiest? Mm. So Chris gave a very philosophical answer for this, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Which I thought was, that is the kind of thing I would never say, but I thought it was... It was quite quite a nice answer. Mm. Um, I think for me, it's probably a bit simpler. It's probably it's such a boring answer, but it's probably just when I'm around friends or Becky, my partner, and um, or to be honest, in the Etihad, um, yeah, just somewhere or with people that make you feel comfortable, uh, and you're able to kind of just relax, shoot the shit. Um, have a drink and just kind of unwind after um work which for me can be quite stressful and quite long hours so um i would say that would be when i would be happiest when you're with your mates and, you, and you're kind of chatting
0: shit and, and all the rest of it are you able to have a moment step back and and actually acknowledge that you're happy um because not a lot of people can do that can they i, I i'm unable to do that
1: yeah, I think as I get a bit older, definitely because I think one of the one of the weirdest things, and Chris did touch on this, is that there are often things that you have in your diary or your calendar and you're like looking forward to for months. Um, oh. You know, like holidays, kind of events, um, you know, sporting games, etc. I really felt like that about Istanbul. And you're kind of waiting, waiting, waiting with bated breath. Then it comes around, and it feels like it's gone so quickly. And then you kind of reflect and think, "Wow, I was thinking about that for three months, and now mm. it's like a bit of a distant memory." But I think with the passage of time, and when you get a bit older, you, you do kind of. I have tried to be quite present in the moment and appreciate. You know, like for example, Istanbul was a really good example where the UEFA situation was such a mess. But by being in the ground two hours before, and by never—I've never been as sober as that. <laughs> there was a lot of time. There was a lot of reflection time, just to kind of like look around and uh, kind of soak it all up. Because literally, there was nothing else to do. There was no beer to be had. So yeah. So yeah, I think I know I, I know what you mean, and I think that's something I struggle with a bit more when I was younger, and I, I definitely do do still a bit now. But I think it's just about trying to yeah be present and appreciate what situation you're actually in at that exact time rather Mm. than just getting swept up with it, which is obviously very easy. Yeah, absolutely. Um what is your second favourite club in English football? So I think at the moment it's Brighton. But I think that's a very new construction. Mm. And that's genuinely just because of Deserby and I think the football that they play, I just found particularly last season they were just so fun to watch and I genuinely was tuning in to Brighton games as if they were like a City game just because I just think what he was doing tactically with some of the centre-backs trying to draw teams out and we obviously saw that against City at the Etihad when I think they were probably the better team I thought it was just just really cool and some of their individual players like you know particularly Matoma, Ferguson up front I just think they're they're great to watch, so I would say Brighton. But at the mo, I I would say more kind of it across a longer period of time. It's it's Crystal Palace because I live. Oh, really? Yeah, I live. Palace is like the closest ground to me. I've been down in this part of London now for like five six years. I've got a few friends who are, who are big Palace fans, and I just really like Selhurst Park. I think their fans are really sound, um, and I just want them. I kind of look out for them to do well. So, um, like Palace would be a team. That if they got relegated, I'd be pretty good to be honest. I try and go to a few Palace games. You know, City, depending.
0: Yeah. So you like Palace and Brighton? I don't think either fan base would be particularly. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think Brighton is very much a Deserby thing. I think once he yes. leaves, I won't be as asked. Um, I guess I, I should probably shout out. Stockport County, because I used to go to a lot of their games when I was a kid, um, mm. but I just find that harder now, given, obviously, I don't live up north at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'd say it's Palace. What food items make up your ideal
0: cooked breakfast? Well, hmm.
1: we've got one inside already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I always bang hash browns on, just because always have them in the freezer got to, be, got, <laughs> yeah, got to be in the freezer because you never know when when you want a hash brown and they're never as good when you have them at a restaurant because they, they deep fry them at a restaurant don't they and I, I don't have a deep fryer slash that would be a bit a bit uh a bit intense for a for, a <laughs> yeah. for the weekend so yeah hash browns got to be some good quality butchered sausages um bacon obviously um, mushrooms for me, big fan of mushrooms. Same. Yeah, yeah, I know not everyone is, but I think I think they're quite a nice uh, different part to a fry up. Whereas it's all, you know, either meat or something saucy. Uh, eggs for me, fried probably. Mm. Toast has to be beans as well. Uh, I chuck a little like smoked paprika in the beans because I like them a bit spicy. Nice. Um, and what am I missing? missing no, tomato is a bit of a take it or leave it for me. I think I really like tomatoes, but I think on a fry up there, often there's large ones mm. that have been a bit butchered and they end up being quite watery. So for me, swerve the tomatoes. My missus has avocado. Never, never got behind that, uh, <laughs> to be honest. I don't mind it if it's like, don't mind avocado if it's... Um, you know kind of pureed with some lime and you have it with like i don't know tacos or some sort of mexican dish but having like sliced avocado with a fry up that's just that's not that's not on that yeah hannah's done the same
0: in the past and i suspect it's a case of oh well this this is sort of healthy
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think so but then avocado is not no no absolutely not very fatty i mean it's good fats isn't it but it's it is very fatty
0: I'll go along with all of that. I, I can I'll have a hash brown if it's on my plate, but I wouldn't do so myself. I just think when they absorb the uh, kind of because I always have tomatoes, so if they if it absorbed the juice are not overly pleasant. But yeah, I'll accept it. I'm in no position to judge.
1: Um Do you know what? Just on that, do you know what I did the other day, which when I was really pissed and I came in, <laughs> I, I looked in the uh looked in the freezer because I was like, oh, I can't get like a delivery. it's way too late. And looked in the freezer and I was like, what have I got that I can that I can make a snack out of? And I had three hash browns left. Mm. So I was like, mm. I had some bread. So I cooked the hash browns, I had them in a sandwich <laughs> Just with some brown sauce. That's um, carby. That is very carby. And to be honest, it absolutely slapped. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was a few pints deep and it was very late. So uh, yeah. I should probably try that again in more... <laughs> Cajun atmosphere. Yeah,
0: carbs on top of carbs on top of carbs. I love it. There's, there's nothing to not like about that, to be honest. But uh,
1: no, exactly.
0: <laughs> um imagine, if you will, that you have the ways and means to clone the perfect footballer. All you need are three current players to merge their best attributes. Which three are you luring to your underground laboratory?
1: Wow. <laughs> So, I think Messi is the obvious answer. Yes, but I'm going to actually swerve Messi just because I think it's it's it is the obvious answer. Um, I would go. So my favourite ever player, David Silva. Mm. I'd 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 go for, and he's still playing. Yeah, yeah, about. yeah absolutely. Uh, I just think his ability in tight spaces and the kind of little like turn that he used to do, the clockwise turn where he would just kind of be, he'd have four players around him. He'd do that little shimmy and he'd just like pop out of nowhere with the ball. I just thought that was amazing. Um, and actually Silva was very much one of those players that you, ha- I think you had to watch him regularly to appreciate something stuff yes. he did. He's not like De Bruyne where there are these crazy, you know, 30 yard uh, crosses or balls to the back post to Haaland. So I'd say silver. I think Haaland would be the other one. I just think the physical attributes, um, the finishing, obviously, uh, but just his athleticism, the way that he can kind of peel off defenders, burn you, burn you off. Um, said it the live pod, but like the way that he just completely floored like Joel Ward for that goal mm. against Palace at home. I mean, there are very few players that can do that. I think combining the speed and the strength. So I'd go for i go for Haaland. And then I think you need some defensive attributes if you've got those two um, to make the perfect footballer. So I, I, I'd i think of someone kind of an old style defender like a Maldini or a Carlos Puyol or I, I guess Ruben Diaz is like a kind of modern yeah. incarnation of that. But what, someone like that, I go, I'll go go Maldini. Um, just being able to kind of read the game, shepherd players um you know good on the ball actually in his era to be fair um so yeah i'll go i'll go for those three maldini's not a current player but because he's one of my top five
0: all-time favorite players it's allowed it's
1: allowed (laughs) of course of course okay well in that case in that case i'll go diaz then because i feel like he's kind of a modern Incarnation of that and I've gone for three City players so that's so <laughs> there we go. well it's
0: almost like Harlan's cloned anyway he just feels like a clone as it is so um yeah I, I think that would make for a, a pretty decent footballer talking of which which Manchester City player past or present never gets the props
1: they deserve mm, I knew this one was coming and I, <laughs> I,
0: I hadn't I hadn't really thought about it um I can't remember who Axel went for, and Chris went for
1: Horlock, didn't he? Yeah, Chris went for Horlock. Um Hmm, I think I think a player for me that when I was really quite young growing up watching City really resonated with me, and I don't think he got as much praise as maybe somebody else. Is Berkovich. Great show. Yeah. Um Great show. That- that team with him, Bernabia, uh, Gota, et cetera, obviously when we came up under Keegan, we were playing some amazing football. And I think Bernabia amongst the fans, and like I say, I was only young, got a bit more of the plaudits. And cause yeah. he, he did used to do the flashy, that, those flashy stuff. I remember like the little flicks around the corner he used to do were just amazing. But actually Berkovic, I think went a bit underappreciated because he was slightly in... Benabia's shadow, um, and I just thought he was brilliant football. And if we'd have, you know, if we could have had him a little bit earlier, um, I think he could have could have kind of elongated his City uh, legacy a little bit better. So I think that's probably my shot. I think the other one I would give a mention to is, and I think again this is slightly because off the field stuff and. Um, what transpired post City but I think for two seasons Stephen Ireland was absolutely Mm. brilliant at City and particularly his little link up with Robinho and in those seasons just after we got taken over he was he was a little bit unplayable at times Um, now his career completely nosedived after City really I mean he went to like Villa Stoke obviously had the Irish incident with his grandma but r.i.p yeah (laughs) (laughs) r.i.p what a scally and to be honest some of the some of the stories about him in manchester are just funny like he was obviously just a bit of a jack lad and a bit um maybe didn't have the best people around him yeah um but on the pitch for a couple of seasons he was brilliant so he would be my honorable mention
0: okay um who is the most overrated band or the most overrated singer in the history of modern music? Oh, there's so much to choose
1: from. Hmm. Uh, right. They, they, they are not the most overrated band, but I think it's topical and I really don't like them. So, hmm. um, they they're obviously a very modern band, but the 1975, hmm. which Matt Healy is the front hmm. front man of. Yeah. I just get, without going completely libelous, I get terrible vibes from him as a bloke. Uh.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now, or simply click the link in the description.